You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 137. And today we're asking the question, why would I want you on my team? And this conversation comes out of a a leadership session that I was in recently with another leadership expert. Uh, We were both doing sessions for a a church, uh, and we were doing them for the executive leadership team of that particular church. And in, in, in his session, my friend asked this question to the executive team, why would I want you on my team? If I was starting a church today, if I was planting a church down the road, why would I want you to be a part of my team? And then he went around and he asked each person individually, and they had to answer in front of their peers. And you can imagine this was a little bit uncomfortable, but it created a, a situation and it created an atmosphere where uh, the people kind of were forced to dig deep and to answer this question. And uh, the first person that answered said, well, well, I'm a very good teacher. That's why you would want me on your team. Another person said, well, I'm a very good preacher. That's why you would want me on your team. Somebody else said, well, I'm a a very good worship leader. I'm a good musician. That's why you need me. Somebody else even said, I'm very good at correcting people. That's why you would want me on your team. And very gently, my friend went around and and the, the person who said, well, well, I'm a good teacher. That's why you would want me. And he said, no, I can. Teachers are a dime a dozen. I don't, if that's all you've got to offer, I I really don't need you. And, you know, that kind of set the stage because now everybody's rethinking their answers. And, And the person who was a good preacher, he said, you know what? Good preachers are a dime a dozen. I really, really don't need that either. Um, if that's all you have to offer. The person who was a great worship leader and a good musician, he said, yeah, that's that's important, but if that's all you bring to the table, I, I really don't want you on my team. And then somebody spoke up and said, well, you know, I'm not sure if this is what you're looking for, but I love people. I'm not sure that I'm the most talented person in, in the room here, but but I really love people. I care about people, and and that's really my drive is to help people. And without hesitating, my friend said, all right, you're number one. You're the first person that I want on my team because everything revolves around people, especially in a church setting. How can we possibly create a team of people who um, don't want to, to love and care for other people? Another person spoke up and said, well, I know I'm not the most talented person in here, and I'm not even really that gifted, but I really, really enjoy serving. And 
if you put me on your team, I will serve you and I will make sure things get done. And he said, boom, you're number two. Because when we're building something, we have to have people who have servants' hearts. So you can see right away that what we're looking for when we're building a team is not so much gifts and not so much talents and even skill sets. What we're looking for first and foremost are character qualities. We're looking for that person that has a heart for people. We're looking for that person that has a heart to serve. We're looking for that person that loves God and loves other people. You know, it was a very insightful uh, session for these guys because it's so easy for all of us to identify with our giftings. If I'm a teacher, which I am, it's very easy for me to say, well, that's who I am. I'm a teacher. But you know, there's some days when I come into the office, I don't need to be a teacher. I need to help move some tables. I need to help move some chairs. There's some days when I come into the office when somebody's going through something and I need to immediately just kind of go into pastoral mode and sit down and kind of help them work through it. Um, there's some days when I come into the office, I need to be in administrative mode. So yes, serving in my gift, serving in, in the area of the, that, uh, that, that motivates me is very, very important. But it's not nearly as important as our character and, and what drives us, what really motivates us. And you know, having, having people who, who, who come onto a team, and this is where I see so many uh, churches and businesses make mistakes, is we look for the most talented person, but we don't look for the best person. We look for the person that's got the great resume, but we don't necessarily look for the person that's a team player. We look for the person who's got the, the, the experience, but if we look at that experience, a lot of times there's drama. A lot of times they bring drama with them. They might be talented. They might be really good at what they do. But if they bring drama to the workplace, if they bring drama to the team, we don't need that. I'd much rather have the person who has a little less experience, the person who might not be as gifted and talented, but they have a heart to learn, they have a heart to serve, and they have a heart for other people. That's the kind of person that you can build with. And then he, he, he went on and he said this. He said, you know, good servants are gold. When you can, when you can build a team with people who have a, a heart to serve other people, obviously have a heart to serve God. We're talking about a church. But when you find people who, who really are good servants, that, that have that heart to serve other people, that, uh, that are servant leaders, this is gold. But he said this. He said that a servant with initiative is even better. Those people are irreplaceable. Because a good servant will do what they're told. They'll do what you ask them to do. If you say, hey, listen, can you help me with this and this? They're going to jump in and they're going to help. But a servant who has initiative is so much better because they're not waiting to be told what to do. They're looking for things. And when they catch the spirit of their leader, 
when they when they are married to the vision of the house, when they want to follow that vision, then they're looking for ways to, to see that vision fulfilled. They're not waiting to be told what to do. They're looking for a place that they can serve. Well, I'd love to know what you think about this. When you've built teams, what are and who are the kind of people that you have built with? Have you had success building solely on skills and talents and gifts? Or have you also been the, the, the type of leader who's, who's looked for that person with great character, with a great heart, with a great attitude, and who loves to serve? I'd love to hear what you think. Go to davidspell.com, leave me a question or comment in the comment section for today's post, and let me know what you think. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe to get my free newsletter. I send out three blogs a week. This podcast is one of them. The other two are written. And I'd love to stay in touch with you. So davidspell.com. Just pop your email address in that little place there, and we will be able to stay in touch. Well, friends, this episode of Leading and Learning was brought to you by my book, Leading into the 21st Century and Beyond 2.0. My popular leadership book has been revised and updated. I added another 10 or 15 chapters, and it is ready for you to read. It's, it's got short chapters. They're all immediately actionable. And it's not just a leadership book. It's also a personal productivity book, and I know it will help you. So there'll be a link in the show notes to Leading into the 21st Century and Beyond 2.0. Well, thanks for being with me, and we will see you next time on Leading and Learning.